Hello and welcome to episode number 43 of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers, the podcast producer, and thank you for joining us today. Today's episode is entitled Motorcycles and Memories. If you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to help us out and you're joining us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a positive review. It's greatly appreciated and it helps the growth of the podcast. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Moms Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Back to the heart of teaching. I'm Dave Ruzicki with my friend and producer, technical advisor, and grade 12 student, Nathan Rivers, and thank you for joining us today. Tons of years back, my cousin Ken and I, we loaded up our motorcycles and we headed down the Oregon coast to Northern California for our annual motorcycle trip. Now, when we got to the coast, I was excited about getting into Northern California, so I wasn't stopping much and I was probably going a bit too fast as well. I actually started to notice Ken lagging behind. I'd, I'd slow down and I'd wait for him to get caught up. At one of our gas station stops, Ken asked me, he said, what's the rush? And I said to him, I said, no rush. I just wanted to get into Northern California. And he gave me some great advice. He said, you need to slow down and enjoy each moment of this trip. He said, you need to be able to take a look at that scenery. He says, it's unbelievable. He says, check out the ocean and the surf. And if I keep traveling at the speed that I was traveling at, I can't even enjoy the warmth and the smell of the wind. Ken said that those would be great memories. He said, live in the moment, David. Enjoy the experience. And he actually said, he goes, smell the flowers. And he was right. We took our time. And I marveled at the scenery and, and, and the different scents. We stopped more often. Went swimming. I saw things. I also realized how fortunate I was to have that relationship I did with my cousin. And I wasn't focused on getting to Northern California, our destination, but rather was focused on each hour of the journey and, and the special memories that went along with it. Now, the truth is, we haven't been back that way again. And I'm not sure if we ever will be. I'm in my mid-60s and my cousin is in his early 70s. But I'm glad I eventually took those moments to celebrate, enjoy all that good stuff on our adventure. Because you know what? Sometimes those memories, they can be fleeting and they may never come again. Now, I, I've started to and I have learned how important it is to live in the moment. And I struggled with this at times throughout my life, but I think I'm getting better. And Janet told me something the other day that she had re read related to, well, this podcast. And she said, that if you live in the past, you can become sad and, and sometimes depressed. And if you constantly look to the future, you can become anxious. But if you live in the moment, like the present, and enjoy where you are and celebrate the special event, and, and those people who care about you to like full extent, you can create some great memories and you're at peace. Now, getting back to that motorcycle trip, you know what's ironic? We never made it into Northern California. We were actually 50 miles short of the border, which was our ultimate goal. 
between Oregon and California. You see, this really bad storm had hit us, and we decided in order to get away from the wind and the rain and the horrible weather, we needed to go in a different direction and find an alternate plan. We were disappointed, but you know, it was all right. That journey was more important than the destination. I'll be honest with you. It would have done me well to head down that Oregon coast the first few years of my teaching and coaching career because of the lessons that I learned on that trip. Regardless, I started, when I returned home, I started drawing parallels and lessons between my profession and my motorcycle trip. And as a result, as a coach, I understood that if my only goal each year was to win a championship, then more than likely, myself, my boys, my coaching staff, we'd be disappointed each year that that didn't happen. And we'd see that, say, that season possibly as a failure. So instead, I focused on the journey, each play, each practice, and each game. I, I learned to celebrate the good stuff, good stuff that happened when we were together as, as a team. And as important as winning was, it wasn't more important than ensuring that those boys had a positive experience and celebrated their time with myself and my assistant coaches. We recognized their achievements each time we practiced and played. As a coaching staff, we'd uh, shake each player's hand before they left the practice field. We recognized our time together and how important relationships were. We would, uh, before the boys left that practice field, we'd talk to each player and say something positive to them. As a teacher, I learned to slow down regarding content, and I, I wanted to ensure that each student understand the concepts that were taught. I laughed more, and I enjoyed the students more. I enjoyed their company more. I actually stopped eating in the staff room and uh, I opened up my classroom to all the kids so I could get to know them on a more personal level. I celebrated their achievements, academic, athletic, performing, whatever. Whatever they did that they were successful at and they were proud of. I, I'd often give out like, these cheesy awards that you could buy at a dollar store. I recognized their birthdays and I gave them treats on any day that they believed was special. I taught, coached, and lived in the moment. And I did that to a greater degree, and I enjoyed all those memories that I shared with the students that I worked with. And I'll be honest, when there'd be a challenge day with a student, a player, a staff member, or a parent, I wouldn't dwell on it. I'd actually use those special memories, those special moments that I had with the students and all the positive experiences that I had, and I'd think about that. And you know what? Those challenging days seemed less challenging. And like that motorcycle trip, when, when a storm had hit, I'd always look for an alternate plan and a different direction. Now, when my cousin and I returned to Vancouver from the Oregon coast, you know, I made sure that I took the time and I thanked him for reinforcing the concepts related to creating memories out of moments and to enjoy the journey more than the destination and, and all that important good stuff. I also thanked him for always looking out for me when I was growing up. He's about 10 years older than me, and, and he was always there for me whenever I needed anything, including advice. You know, the takeaways related to that ride, um, especially related to our relationship, that was huge for me. Let, let me give you some more context related to what I learned from that trip with regard to relationships with, with staff members. So several years back, I had just finished like a, a really tough workout at school. And I walked into the staff room and I kind of flopped down on one of the couches and I let out this menacing groan. And uh, the workout hadn't gone as planned. It actually, it sucked. <laughs> I hadn't lifted well and I felt like an old man. 
but I guess that's probably because I am an old man. And one of my younger colleagues smiled at me and looked at me and said, uh, uh, are you okay? And I said, I feel old and sore. And she started to laugh. She then asked me if I ever wished I was young again. And I kind of smiled back at her and I said, uh, no and yes. And then I promptly got up and I, I started to leave the staff room. And she stopped me and she said, J just a minute, Dave, she goes, you can't leave me hanging like that. What do you mean no and yes? And so I explained to her. I said, no, because I'm happy where I am in life and I love my career and my accomplishments and, and my relationships. And this weightlifting thing, that's, that's, that's nothing. That's just, that's just aging. But yes, I wish I was young again, but just for a short period of time. I'd like to go back in time. I'd like to go back so, I'll, so I could thank some great people who had an impact on my teaching and my coaching career, and more importantly, my life. But I told her as a result of life getting in the way, I never gave them that heartfelt thank you they deserve, like I did for my cousin. And those people, they've since passed, and that opportunity to thank them passed away with them. I'll be honest with you, like one of my biggest regrets is not telling one of my uh, one of my greatest mentors and friends who I taught with for years that I loved him like a brother. I foolishly thought as a young teacher and a coach that my colleagues, the friends that I admired would always be around and there'd always be time. Life doesn't quite work that way. And I regret not taking that time and those moments when I had them. There was this awkward silence and uh, I just said, uh, do you understand now? And she said to me, she goes, I do. And she thanked me. She also said, she said, Dave, that was a good lesson. I kind of smiled and I headed back to my classroom. So there you go. Some heartfelt advice from an old teacher, coach, and motorcycle enthusiast. So in conclusion, I hope you remember to thank all of those who've supported you along your journey in education. Do it sooner than later. I hope you live in the moment and you cherish those great events, those experiences, and the memories. Because when we leave this profession, those memories, those memories are all the things that are special about who we are and what we do as teachers and coaches. Don't let them slip away. This is Dave Ruzicki with Nathan Rivers. Thanks again for being with us. Please take care, be well, and as always, peace. You and me, we were the pretenders. We let it all slip away. In the end, what you don't surrender. Well, the world just strips away. Girl, ain't no kindness in the face of strangers. We ain't gonna find